98FM. Now that's what I call Sport Podcast. Shane Byrne, welcome back to Dublin's 98FM. Shane, how are you? I'm good, Jamie. You? Great stuff, Shane. Thanks a million for a chat. Now, of course, Shane, former Ireland Lion and Leinster man, but he's been a busy boy over the last couple of weeks, apart from being at the Aviva Stadium last night. Unfortunately, watching Ireland beaten by England 32-20. But on Friday night, his Ireland legends beat England in a charity match. And the previous week, he climbed the world-famous Mount Kilimanjaro. So, Shane, it's been a busy couple of weeks for you, sir. You're not really retired after all. No, no. I don't know whether you'd call uh, what I'm doing now, but uh, yeah, the, the uh, a lot of busyness surrounded by charities and doing what I can, you know, but uh, challenging times, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, let's first talk about the climb, Shane. You were yeah. on with us a couple of weeks ago, looking ahead to, I think, a Leinster game, and you were heading off the next day to go and reach the summit of Kilimanjaro, and that's exactly what you did? Yeah, um, absolutely amazing experience. It was, you know, something that, very, very hard, very challenging. I'm delighted I did it, but I certainly haven't been bitten by the mountaineering bug. But um, yeah, you start off down in the jungle and it's it's 30 plus degrees and then up top it's minus 20. So the extremes are just unbelievable. And, you know, six kilometers up, you've got the full effects of altitude and everything like that. So really happy I did it. But uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, and a fantastic <laughs> no photo, way. Shane. A fantastic photo of yourself and a couple of the other lads at the very top. And I seem to remember a monster flag of some sort there. Surely you would have banned that. Uh, Marcus Horn, unfortunately, had the monster flag there. Yeah, I couldn't do much about that, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, look, we did it for the IRFU Charitable Trust, and uh, a lot of money was raised. The whole group got up there, 32 people, which was absolutely amazing. Myself, Marcus Horn, uh, Mike McCarthy, and Stephen Ferris where the ex-internationals who were there and then uh, loads of other people raised me and came along. Amazing experience and, and a fantastic group of people doing it. But uh, yeah, we all got there. It's just, it's just one of those things when you're up there, you're just thinking, wow, this is fantastic. What was the view actually like? And what could you see? Well, uh, all through the time when you're climbing up there, it's, it's amazing. Like you can see right down into the valleys because it's a freestanding mountain. Like it's a, like a, traditional volcano that you see drawn in pictures and uh, so you can see right to the bottom a lot unfortunately when we summited clouds came in so the views weren't fantastic because you can't stay up there for too long because it's so cold but uh, it's still look you were very aware where you were you were very aware of what you were doing and um, you know just an amazing experience so Shane, you arrived back from the climb and straight away into training, a fierce training camp I understand by the Ireland legends to play England <laughs> on Friday night for a number of charities which we'll speak about in a minute and a 41-20 win so the training paid off. Yeah, no, it was great. I don't know what kind of training you're thinking we were doing but yeah, listen, fantastic. We, we're, this is the 11th year we've been running the game. We've raised over a million uh, euros for charities, mainly injured players funds and um, yeah, it was a great night. Loads of people braved what was chilly weather. Thankfully, it was dry. And we had a great day. We went out and we played the game. The, the rivalry against England, as we all know, is still very, very healthy, no matter what age you get to. And, uh, yeah, great day, great event. And raised a good bit of money for brilliant charities. I suppose a special cause this year because we were doing it for Doddy Weir and his, um, his foundation. My name is Doddy uh, Foundation, which is desperately trying to find a cure for motor neuron disease which he's been diagnosed with uh you know two years ago and as we know it, it's it's a terminal disease at the moment which is an absolute travesty 
So hopefully there's some kind of, we're helping in raising a bit of money that hopefully they can find some sort of cure. Yeah, and for more information as well on the game and the charities, you can visit Rugby Legends IRE on Twitter with some great photos and videos from the game on Friday night as well. And Shane, as well as the match and you know the cause of charity to get all the yeah. players together, both former Irish teammates and former you know English opposition players, I'm sure it's nice to meet up every year and uh, maybe a couple of points had before the big one. Uh, <laughs> yes, there was. There was definitely a bit of celebration. It's more celebration that you managed to get through the game than <laughs> anything else. But look, yeah, look, we, we raise a lot of money for charity, but we make no uh, excuses for it. It's still a reason for us to get together, see pals who we haven't seen in a long time and, you know, just have a natter over a pint, which is great. You're on there. That's what I call sport on 98FM. It's Jamie Moore and former Ireland man Shane Byrne here on Sunday. Now it's time to focus on what happened at the Aviva Stadium last night. Let's hear about all the action. 98FM's Will O'Callaghan was there. England have secured their first away win against Ireland in the Six Nations since 2013 and have ended the defending champions' chances of back-to-back Grand Slams. The 2017 champions, who were second from bottom last season, have picked up a bonus point 32-20 victory here at the Aviva Stadium, denying Ireland even a losing bonus point. In an error-strewn encounter, the visitors scored two of their tries in the opening half, wing Johnny May crossing after just 90 seconds and fullback Elliot Daly pouncing on a loose ball after Jack Nola put pressure on Jacob Stockdale. Sandwiched between those tries was a Keen Healy Irish effort which was converted by Johnny Sexton who had also kicked a penalty as England led 17-10 at the interval. Sexton kicked a 55th minute penalty to give the host some hope but Henry Slade put the game to bed in the 66th minute with his first try, successfully chasing down a chip forward to grab the third try for Eddie Jones' side. Owen Farrell slotting a 70th-minute penalty to push England's lead out to 25 points to 13. Slade then ensured England would leave with five points by stepping up to intercept a sexton pass and run the ball home. Ulster scrum half John Cooney marked his Six Nations debut with a late consolation try, but England went on to win by 32 points to 20. England have shown they haven't gone away at the outset of a World Cup year, while Ireland now need to regroup for a trip to Scotland next week. Full-time at the Aviva Stadium, it's Ireland 20, England 32. Shane, I watched the game on Virgin Media on TV. I know you're at the Aviva Stadium and Dave McIntyre, the commentator, said at the very end, England arrived with a point to prove and boy, they've done just that. Yeah, listen, it was it was really, the statement was made at the very, very start of the game. Like, I know that there was a try scored within 90 seconds, but even before that, the physicality that the English got stuck into the Irish and for some reason, there was just no response from Ireland. Nothing. And, um, you know, there were so many unforced errors, you know, balls going to ground, soft tackles. You know, I thought our t- tactics were bad. We Our kicking game was poor. And we continue to do it constantly throughout the game. And it's just, you've got to hand it to England. Like, you, you can say that Ireland just had one of those days, but you've got to hand it to England. The pressure they put Ireland under was the main reason that Ireland were making the mistakes. And Shane, there was a huge amount of hype and build-up, not of course from the Ireland camp themselves, but from the fans, from us, the media, the journalists, anybody watching the game about this was Ireland's year to win the Six Nations again, to win the Grand Slam again, and then to go on, of course, to win the World Cup in Japan. And this performance and the defeat to England will really just bring everybody back down to earth a little bit and realise that if Ireland are going to do what we all want them to do this year, they're going to need to really perform at the levels that they have over recent times, which they just didn't do with the Aviva last night. Yeah, correct. And, and maybe, just maybe, it's a timely reminder. Maybe it's something that, you know, can be looked back upon and say, look, it was a good thing that they maybe were getting a little ahead of themselves or weren't focused as much as they should be. 
not being able to live with the favourite tag. But that's something that if Ireland is really going to chase the streams and get to where they need to do, it is one box they have to still remain to tick, is, is be able to wear that favourite tag going into games and fulfil exactly what it is it's meant to happen because they were poor um, yesterday. And it, it really was something that, you know, you just couldn't see away the way they were playing, with the mistakes they were making. They just couldn't get back into the game because England, not once did they step down. They they just tore into Ireland. They did exactly what Ireland have been doing to England over the last few years. And uh, unfortunately, it was the, the shoe was on the other foot and there was absolutely no response. Shane, I wanted to ask you about what we think was the key moment in the game. Now, I think Ireland probably would have, would have lost either way, but at the time, Ireland were 17-13 down and England scored a try and the referee went to the TMO, which is basically the video referee, to check if the try was offside, which means that the person who scored the try was ahead of the kicker. And it was determined after you know the TMO looked at it that he wasn't ahead, that he was level. Yeah. But clearly in the build-up, just before the kick the pass by the England player was definitely forward and the referee and the, the TV ref decided not to check it. Why was that? Surely they would check all aspects of a try if they're checking anything. Only if it's pointed out. You know, that um, they can't spend their time just going through every single facet of it. It's, it's something that, you know, Rory Best, if he's thought of it, you know, if he thought he was aware of that forward pass, he has to go up and bring their attention to it when you're looking at it please have a look at that pass beforehand but Jamie I think you got it dead right it, it's, it, it is irrelevant towards the game really because Ireland didn't deserve to win that game they you know England came out they played the better game they you know and Ireland just didn't respond and that's that's the main thing is, is, is that regardless of simple decisions or things that could have gone for or against us it's just simply that you know England outplayed us Let's hear now from the Ireland captain Rory Best Why couldn't she influence the game the way you would have liked or the way you've seen it in the past? Uh, look, I think that they played really really well and, and they they probably turned us quite a bit um, they got stuck into us and, and really from the off we were just a little bit behind where we need to be to beat a team like England like we talked all week about how good they are and I think if anyone underestimated them, it wasn't within our circle, but I think they were. Uh, England showed how good they are today. Yeah, what did England have that you couldn't match? Uh, I think, especially in the second half, we, we probably couldn't really get out of our half um, as well as we'd like, and, and then they just they physically stood up to us, and, and it was hard to get gain line against them. And if you don't win the gain line battle at this level, uh, you're always struggling. You pride yourselves on your consistency. What kind of setback is this? Look, obviously it, it hurts a lot, um, but there's still four games left in this championship. We've, uh, we're going to have to roll our sleeves up because we have a very tricky game next week in Scotland. But yeah, look, I think at the same time you know, we've enjoyed a lot of real highs with this team, and, and sometimes you have to suck it up and, and take moments like this, turn the page tomorrow, and, and try to be better next week. Yeah, the Ireland captain Rory Best said it hurts a lot speaking to Sinead Cassan there on Virgin Media last night. Shane, how will the players be feeling waking up on Sunday morning, this morning after that defeat last night? They'll be sore, clearly England, you know, were, were massively physical in the game, but how will the players be feeling mentally, physically, you know, the morning after this game and now only six days away from their next one? Yeah, pretty terrible now, to tell you the truth. I, For two reasons, I'd say, you know, mentally it does take a knock out of you playing a game like that you know, going down the way they did in the manner in which they did. But 
also Joe will go through them for a shortcut because there were a lot of things that just seen didn't seem to be right mentally, and um, that's going to be Joe's challenge to get up for the game in six days six days time. Is is that the Scots are dangerous, you know, and Ireland have to be back to at their best because this Six Nations could slip away very very fast, you know, with results going against you if they can't find exactly the way they were playing. Say even just a couple of months ago in the November internationals. Yeah, the other results from the Six Nations this weekend on Friday night, Wales came from behind. They were 16 0 down, but beat France 24 19 at the Stade de France in Paris. The other match was Scotland 33, Italy 20. Not a, a massive surprise there. And Murrayfield and Ireland beaten 32 20 by England at the Aviva Stadium. Shane, next weekend on Saturday, Scotland, Ireland, Murrayfield at 2.15 on Saturday. At a quarter to five, it's Italy against Wales, which we expect Wales to win that one. And then Sunday, England against France. So another fascinating weekend on, on weekend two. But uh, our Ireland team need to go and win in Scotland yeah they have to get the, the, I suppose the bus back on track or whatever way you want to put it they really do because it's not something that they have to reinvent the wheel they just have to get their heads together and just be aware that sides will now think that they found a weak underbelly in the Irish side which is just go at them really really physically at the start they have to find a way to cope with that change the game plan and deal with it and move on because you know, they're still a fantastic team. You know, they became second in the world in November. And that's, you know, that side hasn't changed. The guts of the team is still there. There's absolutely no reason that they can't get everything back on track. Shane, finally, the big talking point of the week was the England defence coach saying that Ireland were boring and the exact phrase that Ireland were going to bore the shit out of England. I will bleep that because we're on the morning, of course. But what did you make of those comments? And the game itself, I was watching it with a couple of mates and, you know, we're casual rugby fans. We're not experts, which is why you're on the show, of course. But it wasn't the most entertaining game to watch. Are we boring? And if we're boring, does Joe Schmidt and the players care once they're winning? Ah, well, no, listen, it, that's one thing that's, you know, winning is all that matters, really. And the manner of how you're winning, okay, yeah, it's lovely to play fantastic rugby, but you do what it what it takes to win a game. That's what's important. And no matter what the style of rugby is necessary to win, that's what you do. And, and unfortunately, that's what Ireland didn't do yesterday. And they just need to get find it again because whether it was a confidence thing, whether mentally they didn't get it right, you know, they're still the same players. But you can always tell one of the greatest tells in the game is basically the first couple of contacts. In an international, there shouldn't be any ground given. And unfortunately, at the weekend, every single contact, England got the gain line, and that has to stop. Great stuff, Shane Byrne. Thanks a million. No worries. 98 FM. Now that's what I call sport. Get the full show every Sunday morning from 9, only on 98 FM.